Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Zach. And I'm Austin. And, and this, this is The Human, human Vibe. Hello, everyone. Hey, welcome. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> welcome to The Human Vibe. Yes, welcome. So this podcast is something that we've been so excited about, and it's taken us a bit to get it off the ground, but we... Yeah. Are just truly blessed to be able to be here and so before we start on an introduction about both of us who we are and you know what we've been going through mm-hmm. and, and our journey and all of that um, I just kind of want to give you all a little bit of an expectation on what to expect from this podcast so uh, the human vibe is a conversation it's all about our journey our adventure we are living abroad um, we decided to move abroad and mm-hmm. so we wanted to talk about our experiences, our adventures, the people that we meet, the places that we go. Yeah, we meet a lot of really cool and interesting people. And I think we have a lot of cool stories to tell from from the stories they tell us. And this is really, you know, we threw around the word audio journal for for those who are close to us, for those who just happen to listen. And for the end of the day, for us. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, this is a, a project, a creative project for us that, um, you know, when we decided to move abroad, we said, you know, what's something that we want to do that we can put our creativity into? And we really thought that doing a podcast would be amazing. It's almost like an audio journal or an audio diary. Yeah. And so how this will be structured is each week we'll be releasing this podcast and we will be talking about different places that we go or different experiences that we've had. And from time to time, we'll also have guest speakers on here. We've got a few lined up already. And so... um, You have some stuff to look forward to. Yes, absolutely. Come through. (laughs) And so uh, we'll just be releasing these episodes every week. Um, Make sure to follow us uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And you'll get updates on our new episodes. So for those of you who don't know us... Um, my name is Zach. And I'm Austin. Yep. In the intro, we got you. <laughs> and we are two engaged guys who, with our little wiener dog, decided to take a massive leap of faith and we moved abroad. Uh, and so just a little bit about us. I am originally from Indiana. I'm kind of got a wild background. I was born in Indianapolis and lived a little bit everywhere. I'm one of 11 children. I come mm-hmm. from... One of 11, y'all. That is true. Repeat, one of 11. And people always ask me, <laughs> and they, they always used to ask my parents, they would say, are you Amish? Are you Catholic? Are you Catholic? No, <laughs> we're not. We weren't Amish, um, and we were, we were not Catholic. So um, we, uh, you know, one of 11 children, and so I moved around a lot growing up. Uh, and then I moved back to Indiana eventually where I met this guy. Yeah, I'm from Pennsylvania, middle of nowhere, dairy farm, population 127. You can Wikipedia it, trust me. Guys Mills, Pennsylvania. Yeah, shout out to the Guys Mills. <laughs> um, went to Indiana for university, uh, stayed there after I graduated, and met this guy when I was serving a lunch shift in, in Muncie, and it's kind of been... Um, a beautiful story ever since. Yeah, that's that is completely true. By the way, we didn't make that up. He really was serving, yeah. and I was there in a business conference and had lunch, and that's how we met. Yeah. So here we are, half a decade later, and we are living abroad, and that's 
you know, what brought us here. So yeah, it's <laughs> that I think let's put a little more emphasis on that. You're just like casually, we're living abroad. So what's brought <laughs> nah, we are currently living overseas. We sold all of our stuff. We decided to follow our dreams. It's like one of those things that you hear about or that you see like on Instagram. And for us, we always like follow people on YouTube or Instagram. Shout out to Kara and Nate, some of our favorite YouTubers mm-hmm. who have really inspired us and a lot of other creators along the way. But for us, I mean, we did it and here we are. And so that's the reason why we wanted to create this for you all. So we can talk about our journey and maybe some of the things that we experience along the way will really resonate with you. If mm-hmm. you're somebody who's sitting, you know, at home or wherever you are and you think, you know, this is something that I want to do. I want to travel to, you know, XYZ country, or I want to take a leap of faith and move to the other side of the country, or I want to get a new job or whatever it is. It's scary. I mean, making a big change like this is really scary. Yeah. And I, we hope honestly, when you say that, that this is a place of encouragement that through hearing the, the truths of what we go through, what other people go through, not only, um, in the United States, but around the world that it will put and shed some light on perspective, you know? Absolutely. So on this show, we will talk really openly and candidly. I think one thing that Austin and I coming into this, we said that we really wanted to do was to be completely authentic. And for anybody who listened to the trailer, I think Austin said it really well. He said the good, the bad, and the not so pretty Mm -hmm. girl. We gonna tell it all honestly, like, but that's, honesty is always the best policy and Mm -hmm. it's and i think something we live by in addition to that is like the golden rule yeah Yeah. treat others and and we're not perfect (laughs) we're not going to sit here and say that we're perfect um but i we will say that on this show we really want to be completely authentic and we just want to give you guys you know the truth yeah the real truth about it we're not going to sugarcoat anything so how did so i guess the question is then how did we get here absolutely so Let's take a little bit of a trip back to 2020. (laughs) I think for a lot of people, that's where a lot of things in life really changed. You know, I mean, with the pandemic starting, everybody, especially in the United States, nobody realized that it was going to be what it was. I remember. Oh my gosh. Where were we? What were we doing? It was like March 13th. It was like a Monday and I was bartending and we're all like, oh, we're only going to be closed up for two weeks. Mm, Yeah. L-O-L at that news. <laughs> How many months later? What month is this? Is it almost October? Uh, yeah, we're going into like almost year two, right? We're like no, we're 16 two, months, yeah. 17 months. Still technically in a state of pandemic across the globe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it... And so for us, I mean, we were living in a one-bedroom apartment in near downtown Indianapolis. And for the first time in our relationship, even though we'd been together for years... For the first time in our relationship, we really had to experience what a lot of couples, um, a lot of people listening right now had to, which was being with your significant other, your family members, your roommates, whoever you lived with, being with them for like an unprecedented amount of time. Like 24-7, Yes. Around each other. Yes. Can't get away. Working around each other. Navigating a pandemic. You know, so many people, I mean, I immediately became unemployed and was worrying about finances and how are we going to go to the grocery store? Just everything that came along with it was just a bubble of, of just intensity. Yeah. And I think, you know, really on the, at the surface level, initially 
it was like annoyance at like those everyday little things that you you're like, I need my space or, you know, this is the time of day when I want to do this, but I don't get to do it. But I think over time and and a lot of people, a lot of our friends related to relate to this as well. And they kind of like uh, communicated it to us is after a while, then it started to become like a game of like talking to yourself and suddenly realizing things about yourself that you, Oh my gosh, the phase of introspection. (laughs) It's funny. That's the way you say it because at first it was like, Oh, COVID we're all going to hang out on zoom at the beginning and, and chit chat and TikTok, And then three weeks later, we're all like, okay, this is intense. And then a couple months later, it's like, am I a good person? Am am I doing the right thing? (laughs) Existential crises, that energy and everyone everyone was going through it. Everyone we would talk to, married people, couples, people by themselves. Like mental health just became a huge like area of the forefront. Not not to mention that the whole movement of Black Lives Matter just took a huge, huge step forward in in, you know, the summer of twenty twenty. So it was it was just a lot. There yeah. was a lot going on in the world. There really was. And so I think for us personally it was just a time, you know, all of 2020 up until the end of the year really was it, it, it was a time that brought a lot of things that had kind of been set on the back burner to the forefront. Yeah. And suddenly we had to start asking ourselves a lot of questions like I think a lot of couples out there and I'm sorry, but like I feel like from the conversations I've had a lot of couples out there were asking each other, should we stay together? Yeah. You know, like. When you have that time to really reflect, you suddenly start asking yourselves, holy crap, is this person like, have I been with them? Because in a weird way, we've kind of both been codependent on one another professionally. Like we've both been really busy, busy with our professional lives Mm -hmm. and we come home and we have this little routine. But once the routine was broken, it was like, what do we really have? Yeah. You know? And that happened for us. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of foundations were just like, struck down because they were like you know we go to work we come home you're right we go out and have a couple drinks come back go to bed exactly and it it really did happen to us there was there was a lot of fights a lot of just pain a lot of just figuring it out what what did we want together what do we want as individuals what is happiness to us because i think because of 2020 the whole world literally flipped upside down and and everyone's worlds were like well what's what's next it was big question mark yeah i mean and we're gonna be really real with you we did come to that point where we said do we want to be together yeah you know and i think that a lot of people were hurting we were hurting and so eventually um we came to the point where we were like okay let's start asking ourselves some real questions about our happiness i think that for a lot of people that would at the end of the day that's what it all came back to was am i happy What's going to make me happy? What do I want out of my life? I mean, Mm -hmm. when you have people dying from a pandemic and you have everything that was going on, you know, in the world in 2020, I think people really did start asking themselves some, and I, I use existential a lot and like sometimes Austin and I laugh about it, but it really was an existential crisis Mm -hmm. where a lot of people were asking themselves, okay, wait. I put a lot of my life into a career, into going into a workplace, into a social life, into going to concerts or a lot of these social events. But if I didn't have any of that, who am I? You know what I mean? 
And so I think that's exactly what we did. And so, um, and late later in 2020, uh, around Austin's birthday, we did something kind of big and we did a two week long road trip. Spontaneous, spur of the moment. It originally was supposed to be seven days and we extended it a week. I literally got let go from a job because of it. <laughs> but you know what was even more important than that and what it came down to was that I and us and we, it was about our relationship. It was about this adventure that we were on, these places that we hadn't seen. And deep down, it was the at the end of the day, it's the right decision because it was about us. And at the end of the day, I have myself, you have you, and we have each other. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, we needed a shakeup. Mm-hmm. At that time in our lives, it was, there was, again, we were, had been stuck in for months and months and months and months in an apartment and we wanted to do something different. So one day, literally, we woke up and said, Hey, let's go on a road trip for your birthday. Yeah. Rented a car. I mean, that was the excuse, but we needed it for more yeah. than just a birthday. Yeah. And it, it was a lot of fun. It, I think it allowed us just to be together outside of the environment the pandemic had created this, that bubble that we talk about of just stress and a noting, noticing each other's little tendencies and just, I don't, you know what it really means to e- e- exist in somebody else's space and, and love them through it, but also love yourself. So yeah. we w- literally woke up and Zach's like, I rented a car. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, let's go. So we drove BB schnitzel, get in the truck and we will have to do, we're going to do an entire episode about that road trip because it really was, it was awesome. I think had we not done that road trip we probably wouldn't be where we are right no now. no we wouldn't have moved abroad it sparked a lot yeah it, it it sometimes in life it's like these little fires spark bigger fires and it's like you don't have to yeah. worry about the bonfire sometimes you just have to worry about the kindling mm-hmm. you have to worry about setting the little fires in your life that spark bigger fires and bigger passions, you know? And so for us, that two week long road trip, we went all over the Western US and we came back and it really did change us. I think suddenly we got back to Indiana, we got back to Indianapolis um, where we lived all all of our relationship. For four years. The same place. And we'd traveled to Europe, you know, before that leading up to that point, um, you know, pre-pandemic. But honestly, I mean, we'd been in the same place our entire relationship and so, when we got back, I think a lot of things changed in our minds and in our hearts, you know? Yeah. We were literally like, we could live here. We could live here. You know, looking all over the cities of the Western United States that we had gone and visited, we were like, oh, we c- look at this apartment. Look at this apartment. <laughs> and and it really, like, like you said, we've always had a passion for travel. We were supposed to travel internationally twice in 2020. Ixnay that. Of course. And I think that also added fuel to our, our little fire of in that's kindling. And we were like, yeah, um, wanderlust is real. I mean, let's be true. Let's be honest. Those of you who have the wanderlust bug that's bitten you, like, you know, 2020 was really hard for the adventurers out there. Um, and so for us, yeah, it definitely was kind of a catalyst for us to do that road trip. But when we got back, I think something that really changed within our relationship was it was almost like the urgency of happiness. We could feel it. It, 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 it was like, 
I don't know, it makes your heart beat a little bit faster. It was just something always at the tip of your tongue that you knew felt right and was right, but didn't know what to do. Yeah. But it caused us to go down like this whole pathway of searching. Mm -hmm. You know, I think leading up to 2020, we had a lot of moments where we would say, you know, would we be happy living in Europe? We've always wanted to live in Europe. That's something we've always wanted to do. It's our dream. That but it, is. But it wasn't dream. urgent. I don't I mean, we could because the truth is is that we were always comfortable. And comfort, we got comfortable with the comfort. Yes. Yeah. It, I mean, I honestly think that and I'm not saying that people who don't do these dramatic things are are complacent, but I think a lot of times people who dream of something different, you find a place of comfort comfort, and you say to yourself, well, you know, I really would like to do that, but I'm in a good place right now. Right. And why would I mess that up for the unknown? And exactly. I, I respect that, especially when you've got yeah. kids and you've got, people you know, have a lot of variables that, that allow that comfort of where they are to allow them to feel safe and people want to feel safe. Absolutely. Yeah, and for us, we we don't have kids. We have a miniature dachshund that we adopted in early 2019, but we don't have children, human children at least. <laughs> mm -hmm. Even though he he thinks he's a human. Schnitzel is our child. He is the sassiest little sassy. I mean, Schnitzel. Those of you who know Schnitzel, you know he's a sass. We think he's like uh, a cat dog slash human. Literally. And for those of you who don't know Mr. Schnitzel Rufus, you will come to get to know Mr. Schnitzel Rufus. Oh, we're going to spill all the tea on Schnitzel. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, how shady. Let me sip my tea for that. <laughs> we always have tea standing by. <laughs> um, where were we? We were talking about our, the road trip and getting back and everything. So this is late 2020, early 2021 now. Um, and so and I think that was like the, the pinnacle of our, do we want to be together? Do we want to continue to move forward in a relationship? What do we want? There was just all of these things just up in the air that, you know, we had gone on the road trip in August, a lot can happen in four months. And again, we went from having this amazing being out in the wilderness and just adventuring wanderlust that we love back into the bubble. Yeah. And that was hard. Yeah, was I mean, really it was a hard. difficult transition. Uh, and so I think that honestly, you know, late 2020, early 2021 was probably the hardest time in our lives. Mm -hmm. It really was. It was like we, the were, low. we were going the through low. a lot mental health wise. Um, I'm again, because we want to be really authentic and we want to be really honest and genuine with you guys. Yeah. I, as a person, I struggle really bad with anxiety and depression. And I think that sometimes... Um, I fall into this place where I feel a lot of anxiety and a lot of um, depression just about my personal happiness. And I think that Austin is the kind of person who's like, you know, how can I help you? And, you know, when you're experiencing something like that, sometimes you don't even know what you need, you know. But having Austin, having you there, um, just Aww. being willing to like have that conversation with me was helpful. And I think at the end of the day, the reason why we're still together after that really difficult season of our life, um, I mm. think that you just being willing to have the conversation was the most important thing. And so we really, in those six months, you know, at the end of the year and the beginning of 2021, we were really asking some very, very difficult questions. I think I got to a point where, I was even asking myself, and again, I'm going to be really, really blunt with you guys. I was asking myself, 
why am I living? Mm-hmm. Do I want to live? You know? Yeah, it was a really hard low time. It was hard. it was really hard. And so, um, you know, just as a little piece of information, like I just want to put out there, like if you are somebody who's going through that though, please like reach out to mental health professionals. I'm just going to put that out there, that little piece of information and just say it to you. You're not alone. You're not, you know, you don't need to face that alone. Um, I did reach out to people in my life and to people who are professionals. And so I think all of that combined with, you know, you and I having that open communication and really supportive friends and family. You all know who you are. If you're listening, the friends and our and family in our lives who have just been there for us, we love you so much and we are here because of you. And so thank thank you. you. We are grateful. Thank you for your love. I'm sending it right back over the ocean, baby. We love you for real. But But seriously, yeah. It it got to a point though where in early 2021, I ended up taking a trip by myself, a solo trip. And it was an opportunity where Austin and I said, hey, let's spend some time apart. I mean, since at this point, it's been about a year since the pandemic started. Yeah, this was like February of 2021. Yeah, it was about February 2021. And I said, you know what? I want to go away for a while. I just need to be by myself to be able to process things by myself. You know, certain people in my life knew where I was, where I was going, um, things like that. I was in an okay space and I said, you know, I want to do this. At the same time, Austin was able to stay back in Indianapolis and also be able to process things by himself. And I have to say, I, I don't know if this is the case with everybody across the board but i think that there's this weird stigma when it comes to relationships about if you want to be away from me or if you want to be separate from me then that means that we're in a really bad place right i don't think that we were in a really bad place i just think that we were in a place as individuals where we said you know something's got to change i need i need space i need to figure things out i need to sort things out without you being right next to me yeah there were demons i had to face personally a lot with family i think that was a huge eye-opener for a lot of people same was just what does it mean like with gay people and people in in our our family lgbtqia plus family that we there's a saying that we get to choose our family and it's you know really accurate like people who have they're, they're, quote, born into family that do love them unconditionally are, and are empathetic and are very understanding to to their emotional needs. You should love and hug those people because they are very, very special. Absolutely. And you know what? Some people don't necessarily have that same support, that same empathetic, emotional, unconditional love. Su- yeah, yeah, love of support. So facing demons like that so having that space away from each other to not hear each other's thoughts not be around each other's energy in, in a time that was yeah. just so critical i almost think for disconnect. our growth almost disconnect it, yeah but and sometimes you have to yeah. unplug yourself from from the wall because if you're still plugged into the wall you're still pumping out power yeah i mean it's like when you're a couple, you really do become almost like a unit, a single unit. And sometimes, unfortunately, that means that your energy with your partner's energy can become very mixed. Yeah. And so you've got to figure out, wait, is this what I really want? Or am I saying I want this because the my partner is saying they want it, you know? 
and I think for us at that point in our life, we'd been together for so long. We were like, I don't know. And I, I was at the point where I said, I don't know what I want. I don't know. So I got on a plane and I flew away from Indianapolis. Long ways away. I was supposed to be gone for a month. I ended up being gone for two weeks. And I have to say that that was one of the best decisions Mm -hmm. that we as a couple have ever made. Um, While I was gone, I felt happier. Um, You know, I really felt like just rejuvenated. I felt, you know, traveling again for the first time when I was actually able to. It was it was really refreshing. It was really beautiful. And I think I realized that for me as a human travel and and experiencing other cultures and other languages that's important to me you know that's important to me personally those are the marbles you keep close absolutely and and the most beautiful thing about that though was when i would share at that time we were still talking we talked to each other every day that's the funny part i remember leaving and saying maybe like the first two days we didn't talk to each yeah it was very like it was like very brief Yeah. yeah and then it was like Every day, not like every day. And it was funny because I also talked to my sister and she, we, we joked about it because she was like, you know, when you were gone, you were sending me more voice texts and more texts than you were whenever you were still living in Indiana. And so, you know, (laughs) it was just a wonderful time for me to kind of step away from what was going on, you know, my personal reality bubble there and really step back, but be by myself and say, okay, Zach, what? do you want? What do you want your life to be about? And suddenly I just had a lot of realizations about my motivations and like things that were going on in my life leading up to that moment on like, I did things for my parents. I did things because people in my life expected it. I did, you know, I sought job titles because I was like, well, if I get this job title, then, you know, my parents will love me more or people in my life will love me more, whatever, Mm. you know, those excuses. Yeah. But when I left and I was truly, truly by myself and separated from, you know, everything that I knew, I was like, you know what I want? I just want to be happy. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And that started this whole journey now. <laughs> yeah. You know? And that was, oh my gosh, the, the ball started rolling and rolling <laughs> and rolling and rolling. <laughs> it, it really did. And so I got back. And I remember this. I will never forget this moment. I said it to Austin while I was gone. I said to him one day, I was like, I think that we need to, I think that it's time for us to leave Indy. And it wasn't about Indy. It was just, it was time for us to start a new adventure. Yeah. You know, it was chapter. Yes. I just felt it. And I was like, it's time for us to do this. And it, it was kind of like a statement that was said in you know in the moment but then i got back to indy and we were both working remotely at the time i had an office in our bedroom and austin was working out um near the kitchen dining room area Mm -hmm. and i remember walking out to him and i stood next to him and i said i don't think that we should renew our lease again yeah i was like i don't think that we we should renew our lease again and Austin just like looked at me and I think this is like that moment when when suddenly things just kind of click and we both looked at each other and we were like, yes, like that, that is it. That is truth. Like that needs to happen. Yeah. 
And the amazing thing about that, though, is you were like completely on board. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at that point, to be so transparent is that it had been a battle back and forth for years of like you expressing like I want to live in Germany this is my happy place I want to live in Europe and I think while also being like I need to have this sort of job to be successful and to be happy in this sort of title and and where you were in your life at that point and I was just sitting here trying not to continue to get fired or move between jobs and jobs and be like, this has always been a dream of, of, of mine to live to Europe and to be able to love somebody and find somebody who has that same feeling of wanderlust was nothing short of amazing. And I feel, you know, incredibly blessed sitting here saying this to you where we are now. Yeah. And that's a huge part of this is that it was something we always wanted to do. I guess that's, that's probably the big, the giant message is, you know, we always wanted to move abroad, mm-hmm. but I think in our minds, there was a very rigid view of our dream and ultimately very linear. It was like, or, no, very, very, very rigid in the sense of like in a box, very specific. Oh. Like we have to go yes. to Germany and, and we and, had to have this, you have to be job, you have to have a job, you have to be fluent in German. You'd have to, we can only live in this, like these Everything. sort of things, these we, kind of criteria like we checklist. created for, yeah, that we created for ourselves. And that was that rigid box of limitation that we put ourselves to. And I think hitting our, hitting the lowest point in our relationship, you hitting the point in your life, leaving for those two weeks, being apart and then coming back and just saying, mama, I'm going to open this box. Because it's too pretty not to open. This is your life. This is our life. We we were just like, this is our life. Yes. It's like one of my favorite people, and I love her so much, is Glennon Doyle. And I just love that she says, you have one beautiful life. Mm. You have one beautiful life. And I think COVID, pan- the pandemic, everything that was going on, I had been through multiple jobs at that point. I had been seeking out you know, happiness in so many different places and it was like almost like all of the, you know, all the pointers, all of the signs have been pointing to, hey, this is something that you want to do. This is something you've always wanted to do ever since you were a child. Yeah. Do at the it. back of your mind, it was always there. And we continue to repeat these cycles of, of you know, we're, we're going to move to Europe and then we would be away from it for too long. And then we'd be like, okay, we're, we're going to buy a house. And, and we just kept repeating these, these vicious cycles that weren't making us happy, that were just literally leading us down the same road the same door again and again and again and when you came out that one day and you're like i don't think we should sign our lease it was just like it clicked yeah it's it's weird to say that it was just as simple as that but it's something that we had led up to and led up to and led up to and hit a point and timing i think is is everything and it hit a point and we were like yeah yeah you're right yeah sometimes this sounds weird but sometimes the present you can make a decision that will, I won't want to say force, but highly encourage the future you to follow through. And when you sit, tell your landlord, hey, we're not signing a lease, Mm-mm. and you haven't, and especially in today's housing market, and you haven't found another <laughs> apartment, it's, I mean, it's a leap of faith. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. So... It was March. We decided to do this. There was literally like three countries we could buy plane tickets to at yeah. that time. Yeah. Three or four. And we're like, well, 
Yeah, well, and this is getting okay. So here we go. We're moving into the juicy part, the juicy details of Ooh, how I did was we? Them a little taste. Yes, yes, yes. So this is all in part one. We'll talk about the actual move and arriving and all that. But we knew we wanted to move to Europe, and so we looked at a list. No joke. This is no joke. We sat down. We were both like, we know we're vaccinated. You know, we know that you know everything with va- our vaccinations Every, everything's yeah, okay everything so that we needed to do to prepare that we had it all done and so we said let's look at countries that are safe where we can enter um and let's live there for a three-month period of time we're not let's not get into like the nitty-gritty details about this but in europe the way it works is that it, even if you are just a u.s passport holder and so many people have asked us this so if you're asking us how did you do it how did you just move to europe we are currently living for three months at a time in different countries inside and outside of the Schengen area. And the Schengen area is a large conglomerate of countries that have an agreement. Um, And you can stay there three months out of 180 days, 90 days out of 180 days. And so basically, if you go to a Schengen country, then you can go to a non-Schengen country. Then you can go to Schengen. 90 days in, 90 days out. Yes. 90 days in. And that's American passport. 90 days out. So we were like, okay, where do we want to go? And we looked at a list. Yeah. And we started, you know what? I'm not even going to tease them with that yet. We'll talk about that part soon. But we decided what would be best for us in that time in this transition in our lives. And I think we made the right decision. We absolutely did. Absolutely. I believe we did. It's been amazing. It's been wonderful. Yeah. And changing. Yeah. And we'll tell you where we where, where our first country was. Because the second part of this episode is going to talk about the day we left and when we arrived, because y'all, let me tell that you. That was a mess. Let ah, me tell you. We're giving you a little a sneak story. peek. Let me tell you. When we got into Europe with a little wiener dog <laughs> and on. all that luggage. All of, after we sold all of our stuff, <laughs> the few things we had. We had, you know, just a few big bags, but, and that's all we have. That's all we own. Um, that was, that was a wild experience. And so I'm sure a lot of you yeah. out there are asking, what was it like traveling with a dog? You know, what did you have to do to get into Europe? What did you have to do to get an apartment? Things like that. We'll make sure to answer those, of course. We absolutely will. Um, But before, you know, we, that's in the second part. But I do want to talk about the steps we took leading up to actually leaving. Um, So for us, the, you know, we didn't sign our lease. The next step was we need to secure a place to live. Like, can we even find a place to live? Yeah, of course. It was covid uh things like you know services like airbnb were what we used Mm -hmm. uh i think in this specific case i was like i'm gonna reach out to a facebook group and see if i can find anything on that And at this point we hadn't really decided on the country we were kind of still shopping around but and i'll let you say we decided on the place where we're going to focus our energy was Uh, (laughs) cork ireland ireland yes anybody who follows us on social you know we've been in ireland so we love it um but before we got here housing let me tell you that was very difficult very difficult with the dog very difficult with the dog. So dog owners out there, dog parents, let's we're just going to tell you right now, just do a little research. Yeah, that's on... that's another conversation <laughs> I would love to have cuz I would love to give you the resources that I for 4 months scoured and scoured and scoured. But I got you, Auntie Austin got you. 
And you know what? The power of social media, it really True. is powerful. Um, eventually, Austin found a Facebook group here in Cork on housing and met a couple people through that. And we secured uh, a three-month long-term rental here um, with a wonderful, wonderful landlord. We hit the jackpot. He is amazing. I... And we'll talk. Chef's kiss. And we'll talk about him in the second part of this episode. But the next part, though, I guess, was we bought our plane tickets, and that was pretty easy. Um, we purchased our plane tickets, and then the hardest part—I'm not even kidding y'all—the most difficult part about this move was getting rid of our stuff. Yeah, getting rid of things you've had since your entire life. Holy practically. crap! Like. We had a one bedroom, one bath apartment in Indianapolis with a pretty pretty large but not too big storage closet. That's a, that's about as big as it was. I had no idea how much stuff we had accumulated. Mm, Zach has a lot of clothes. Uh, I had a lot oh, of clothes. Past tense. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of clothes. Don't but they were words. important to you and and they these are things that we had kept in our lives, of course, that were like we wear this and and you know what? It has value. But then you find a lot of things that you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot I had this. Yeah, I cried over my Levi's. I, y'all, I had so many pairs of Levi's. I don't think I brought any of them with me, but I had so many pairs of Levi's that I cried over. But you know what? We had watched that uh, documentary on Netflix, Minimalism, and then the other one about cleaning and cleaning your house and, and telling things goodbye and letting them go. Oh, what is her name? Marie. Oh, I have to tell you that I, that was a constant process for me. Originally we were like, Oh yeah, let's start getting really getting rid of our stuff. You know, a couple months before we leave and we had planned to leave July. We bought our, our plane tickets. We'd secured our apartment to live in Ireland, July, August, September. And so we were like, okay, you know, like, let's start getting rid of our stuff two months before. That wasn't enough. So if you're somebody sitting there and you're thinking, you know what, I don't think I want to bring my stuff with me. I think I want to get rid of it if I make a big move like this. Let me just tell you right now. Start selling it now. Sooner the better. Donate, sell. <laughs> you could, you can lay, you can sit on the floor with a comfy blanket and a laptop and just get the same amount of entertainment. Right? <laughs> it was... But it was rough. We got rid of a lot of our big items of furniture. Um, we had to go through all of our clothes and books, kitchen, books, kitchen shoes, supplies. Yes, random like the junk drawers, and trinkets. Yeah, just dishes, yeah. like everything. And so we went through everything and we boiled everything down to like five suitcases. That's yeah, it. it's like we each have a big suitcase with our clothes and shoes and stuff. We have a tech suitcase and then uh, carry-ons. Yeah, carry-ons. And we each have, a, we have We each have one big suitcase for clothes, a carry-on, and then we have our tech suitcase that carries all of our work abroad, like work remote stuff. That's and we're it. doing it, y'all. I got to tell you, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I had a rough time in the beginning. It oh, yeah. Hard. I was like thoroughly depressed for the first two weeks. It was hard. Like my yeah. shoes, I had so many shoes, boots, you know, summer things. But when you're moving abroad, you've got to ask yourself, you know, what do I care more about? Yeah. You know, and we put some stuff in storage, all of our really sentimental stuff. Um, we that gave, we've kept because yeah. we are manifesting to to live here forever. And there's going to be a day that I need my GameCube. Because I'm about, <laughs> I'm so serious. Because I'm gonna play Not Mario Party Cube. Seven. Come on, get the OG Xbox. We're playing Lorda. 
Come on. <laughs> Y'all think I'm joking. I ain't joking now. Uh, we are nerds. <laughs> That's another I thing. Miss you it. don't know us. We are a little bit. Yeah, we're kind of geeky and a bit of nerds. But yeah, and, and ultimately, you know, the couple months that led up to us moving... It was also a process of saying goodbye. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of um, doors that were closed that at the time when we started making, when we made that decision between when we left that we didn't know need to be closed but reappeared and, and closed itself. It was like when we started to follow our happiness and when we bought those plane tickets and decided not to sign our lease and every day we're making decisions and putting energy out to, to follow our happiness and, and to follow the peace things in our lives just like weirdly lined up yeah for the good it was really it was just cool those those months were really quite beautiful stressful but really quite beautiful but beautiful yeah absolutely and and one thing i will say is if i w- could go back i would have started that process a little bit sooner but we were planning a lot of things we were trying to get all of our ducks in a row um but I wish that we would have had a little bit more time to say goodbye to all of the people in our lives that really contributed to our happiness. Um, Bye. <laughs> we love you. No. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> you know what? But it isn't. But we even, love you. Seriously. But it isn't even goodbye. It's see you. See you soon. It's you know yes. What I mean? See you later. Buy your ticket. You got a free place to couch <laughs> to stay. Come to Europe. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah. It, kind of boiling everything down, though. You know. 2020 really was this year for a lot of us. I know so many people, so many friends who made these huge life decisions and and changes and we were the same. And we decided moving abroad was, was going to contribute to our happiness. And I have to say so far it really has. Yeah. Shout out to the ones who took a leap of faith because it's really hard to do. And you feel like you're falling and you don't know where you're going to land, but you're going to land and you're going to make it through. And it, yeah. and it makes me sit here and say, if you're in that same boat, if there's that itch at the back of your head, that thing on the tip of your tongue in your heart that makes it flutter that you want to say, and you need to express a dream of happiness you need to pursue. Do it. You know what? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's yeah. <clears throat> do it. a very, very dear person in my life who's like impacted me so much and she passed away at a very young age from um, cancer and her name was Denver Hutt and she impacted the Indianapolis community in such a massive way but she used to always say like if not now when and I used to like walk around and be like if not now when but it's like come on at some point you really have to say you know what I have this one beautiful life and I really want to do this and if I don't try it for myself, don't think of anybody else. If I if I don't try it for myself, then the only person that I'm really like giving up on is me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of statistics out there that say that the vast majority of people are secretly wanting to have a job change or secretly wanting to move somewhere else or secretly wanting to do something that they have never done. And it's like, yeah. For real, if not now, when? And so I think for us, we're on this journey and we're so excited to share this with you and we're yeah. so pumped about it. We really, 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 really are because this is what we love. This is our passion. We could talk about this for for days. There's so many layers and avenues that this podcast will, will go through and it's it's exciting to see what life throws at us because that's 
what we'll talk about. Yes. You know? That's what the human vibe is really simply about talking about human issues, being human. And it's really centered around us traveling because for us, this is our thing. Whether you're someone who always wanted to own your own home or someone who always wanted to move um, to a beach or you're somebody who always wanted to pursue a job in, I don't know, software engineering, whatever it is. It's like when you enter into that journey, you really do learn so much about yourself. And for us, we've now been in Ireland for a bit now. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, we have learned so much so about much. ourselves. More than we thought before we arrived. Oh, yeah. When you start that path, when you start that journey, it's it's incredible. Yeah. You know? Uh. So... But thank you. This is the end of the first part. Wow. But stay tuned for the second part. Make sure to follow because we will be discussing our the day that we left when we left Chicago, which was wild. Mass. <laughs> mass. I still messy laugh about boots. It. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more <laughs> about traveling with Schnitzel. Aww. And we will discuss our first couple weeks here in Ireland because it was just a wild experience but anyway thank you so much for listening we love y'all we appreciate you your perspective is legitimate seriously live out your happiness Mm -hmm. 